0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very special episode of the Culture Vacuum Podcast. I am your host Samuel Apale. With me, as always, is my co-host Calvin. Hey, uh,
1: you're right. Today is a very uh, special episode of the <laughs> Culture Vacuum Podcast. Today we have a, a guest with you one one of Sam's oldest friends and dearest. I think you were at his uh, you were at his funeral too, but he's back. So <laughs> why don't you go ahead and introduce him? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's 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 me. It's good old Michael Watts back from the dead. We're here. (laughs) We're live. Culture vacuum forever. Twenty twenty. We're all dying. Nothing matters anymore. He had a beautiful. So why not podcast?
1: He had a really beautiful wake, Michael. (laughs) I really enjoyed the, the the. The Sugar Biscuits, as it were.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had I had those made specially just for you, Calvin. Thanks. Um <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed I hope you guys enjoyed the puppet show with my with my loose corpse dancing to come on, shake your body, baby, do that I ac- conga.
1: I actually left during that part. I found it very distasteful.
2: Understandable. <laughs>
0: Understandable. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you and I my mother it. both. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated the floral arrangements. Yes, yes. Only (laughs) only lavender. It's nothing but lavender.
0: (laughs) And they were all like arranged into like arrows, but they were like subtly pointing in the same direction and if you followed it, it led to where Michael was actually
2: alive (laughs) behind a little control panel. look how elaborate this has become (laughs) this is gonna actually end up being my actual funeral like (laughs) i'm taking notes right now (laughs) it
1: makes it interesting you know like because you show up to a funeral and you're expecting to be sad and you're like well at least there's a scavenger hunt
2: (laughs) exactly (laughs) distracts us from our mourning oh man i'm glad to be back
0: i'm glad to have you back friend
2: yes here to talk about some some great old great old stuff that almost yes, almost, I wouldn't have been able to talk about.
0: Yeah, we'll get to that. So the reason Michael's here is because uh, the PlayStation 5 came out.
2: Oh, mama.
0: And uh, Calvin is a console gamer. I'm not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jesus, brain dead, brain all smooth, no Why wrinkles. Why did you say that? <laughs>
2: so shiny, so shiny.
0: Calvin is a PC gamer, That's, so he does not have a. That console. was really
1: weird for you to hear you say that, and you seemed like you meant it too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I knew what I was saying, but the wrong word came. Yeah,
1: out. no, yeah, I am a I'm a PC gamer. Uh, this year, I decided to. Uh, forego the the purchase of a console in in, in an effort to buy the ever elusive uh, nvidia geforce 3080 which up to now Ooh. is still not in fucking stock and they're planning on releasing a new version in like a month i'm pretty sure so i, I don't whatever but that's what i'm gonna do instead of buying a console
2: yeah probably a better investment honestly
0: well,
1: I got
2: oh, yeah, yeah cuz you can do other things. I got like the that.
0: the problem
1: is like I got the PC like a fucking year ago, so I can't justify <laughs> getting another platform <laughs> within the sa- like that span of time.
0: Michael and I both had an odyssey into getting out. So Michael's here because he also has a PlayStation 5. Yes. Um I'll talk about how I got mine first cuz like both Michael and I had like crazy frustrating odysseys into getting our consoles. So I got my pre-order locked in September when they first went live. I was up all night refreshing Best Buy. Couldn't get it. Walmart couldn't get it. Target couldn't get it. And then someone in our Discord group added me, said, Amazon's up now. And they posted one of those links that, like, instantly adds something (laughs) to your Amazon cart. So I clicked that. It was in my cart, checked out, and it said, confirmed. So lucky. (laughs) Then, fast forward a few months later, Amazon says, your console's going to get there on November 12th. And I'm like, my console's going to get here on November 12th. (laughs) I'm so happy I get it on launch day. I get to brag I about it. I me. got a PS5. On me. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then on November 11th, as I was sleeping in my jammies, my card was charged once to make sure I had the funds available. Then it was charged a second time, but because I used one of these uh, privacy cards, it's like you set a limit for mm-hmm. it. The limit I set was $10 lower <gasps> than it needed to be. <laughs> I said an eight it was a four it was gonna be four hundred and thirty two dollars. So I was like, okay, eight hundred and fifty dollar limit on this card. Okay. So the first charge comes in to verify that the funds are there, and then they send the second charge to actually bill me for no, the console. Wait, wait, wait. Which put me up to four hundred and six eight hundred and sixty four <laughs> dollars you know, total uh, charge to this card. Jeez. Wait, wait a and minute. And privacy why are they and privacy.com said uh 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 no 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 not for you Dude and then they declined it. It sounds like they Oof.
2: stole from you. Like it sounds like they were robbing you, dude. You you had you had one less plastic spoon when you're trying to like in your prison break and that's what happened. <laughs> you got <laughs> yeah. all the way to the end you and can... then the last one you had went tink. There's like a go, little no.
1: nail. You can see the light. You can poke you can eat. you can see it like right outside. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so
0: close. The reason I use privacy cards is cuz like big transactions you don't necessarily want that going on your credit card if you don't have a massive credit limit. So but also, it's risky to put your debit card number online, because if someone steals your debit card number and charges stuff to it, that money is gone. You cannot get it back like you would with a credit card if your credit card number was stolen. So privacy cards, they link directly to your debit account. Much safer. But because I set the limit just $10 lower than it needed to be, I woke up and Amazon said, your console's going to get delivered on Monday, actually. So, <laughs> they did not say that. <laughs> yes. They updated the... The delivery estimate was from Thursday, the twelfth, to Monday, the day after we're recording. Yeah, but right did now. they have a? Sh- but a sh- then I called. Did they have a shooting eating
1: grin when they sent it to you?
0: Oh yeah, they yeah, sent
2: just- a picture of the guy who who sent the email. He took a selfie with just a, like a middle finger <laughs> <laughs> and hol- holding holding Samuel's PlayStation Five hostage yeah. in the frame. At the, at the bottom, it says "Have a nice
0: day." <laughs> Yeah, so I called Amazon. I switched the payment method to my actual debit card because fuck it, I need the con- I want the console. Um and I call Amazon and say, "Hey, I updated this payment method. Can you charge it now and send it out?" And I said, "No, it'll charge you in the next 24 hours." <laughs> <laughs> so I go to bed uh, on the 11th, I wake up the 12th, my card was successfully charged that time, and then I called them and they said, it's going to ship out today. And I was like, okay, if it ships out today, I might have it on Friday. Mm-hmm. So then, um, that, and then also, and then also fast- Flashback to the night before. Michael says he's gonna try to get a PlayStation Five. This is the night <laughs> of the eleventh, going into midnight. He's gonna try to get them when they go on order. Yes. So I'll, 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 sw- I'll we'll, fade into Michael's. What part do you of mean? He's he's gonna do, gonna let's try. do an intermission.
2: <laughs> so so here's the thing, right? So the PS5 init- initially when when they announced like when the pre-orders were happening and everything, like, you know, Sam and I were talking about it and I was like, "You know what? I'm probably just going to wait till January." Like, you know, I, I I don't need it like super super soon or like I don't need to get it on launch day. It's not going to be that big of a deal. i like, if I if I really want it, I can just wait until January. And so I'm going for most of the time with that mindset and then uh, at, for those of you who don't know, yesterday was my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, oh, happy 18th, I, and I, I recently, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I'm finally an adult. It feels so great. Um, <laughs> but I, um, I'm like, all right, you know what? I've got, I've got a little cash in the, in the, in the, in the bucket. So let me know You keep your in a it's in a bucket. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's, in a, it's in a bucket. No, that in I, the, I, hide. In the... <laughs> I have a I have a panel under my bathtub that I just open oh, and shove <laughs> all my cash into there. These guys um, might find
1: out that I that I shove all my cash <laughs> up my ass.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oof. But uh so I'm like, you know what? And I I, I also start to get like a bit of like like what what's what's the what's the right descriptor like preemptive FOMO I guess or like forethought like FOMO where I'm like you can't say that (laughs) I know I know (laughs) cancel me um this is why I haven't been on the podcast um But I, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm I'm gonna just sit. I'm gonna if I if I get one, I get one. If I don't, then so be it. I'll wait until Black Friday or f- till January or whatever, right? So I, I message Samuel. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna try to get one. It's launch night. So I sit down at my computer. I like open up a whole bunch of tabs. I've got like Walmart open. I've got Target open. I've got Amazon. I've got Sam's Club. I don't even have a Sam's Club wait, membership. Sam's Club. <laughs> Sam's Club was one of the people who were selling them that night. Oddly enough, damn. Um, A lot of people got their PS5 from Sam's Club, Uh, and then I had PlayStation Direct open, right? And so I'm sitting around, and you know, I'm like checking Twitter accounts that are like posting (laughs) updates and all this stuff. And eventually, you know, I start to see like you know alerts coming in, and I'm like trying, like I tried Sam's Club, couldn't get it. Sam's Club like crashed or whatever. (laughs) I tried, um, I tried a New Egg, I tried GameStop, and all of this stuff, and it just wasn't working. And then eventually, I start seeing alerts for PlayStation Direct, and they're like, "There's a new queue line up on PlayStation Direct. People are, are are getting in line." And so I go open. I open PlayStation Direct, and sure enough, there's a little buy option right there, and I click on it. And this happens like three times. What I'm about to describe to you, I don't know why this is a thing, but for some reason, with pre-orders and when there's like limited stock, they do this really lovely thing where you can have a PlayStation in your cart. And then, as you're checking out, it goes "Mm, not anymore. Sorry, bye bye. Oh, (laughs) you know that PlayStation that you selected? Same thing. (laughs) You know that fucking PlayStation that you put in your in your cart that you were so excited about getting? Yep. Well, too bad they're all gone. So that happened about like three times and then for a while it was just like out of stock and i was like ah oh, fuck i'm like well i might have missed it and then i start hearing like buzz about playstation direct doing multiple like incremental drops throughout the throughout the night like within the time span and i was like oh interesting all right and i told myself i'm like i'm gonna stay up once it gets to be two i'm going to bed i was like it's it's done i can't stay up that late i've got stuff to do tomorrow and sure enough like maybe 30 minutes later i Immediately I just my phone just starts bzz, 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 with like Twitter notifications I'm like I know what that means <laughs> immediately open up PlayStation Direct select the console type in all of my shit sure enough get the console I'm like yes thank god and then I find out the next day that the the shipping like information comes in and it's I I only paid for like direct uh direct shipping like standard shipping so like 3 to 4 days I was like all right it'll get here like you know on Monday or Sunday or something and I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then I find out the next day, oh, it's going to be here in two days on the 13th. Whoa. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, that's incredible. It'll get here the day before my birthday. It's it's amazing. It's awesome. Sure enough, and the he 13th. Calls,
0: he calls me and tells me this.
2: I do. I tell Samuel this. Because
0: <laughs> I thought <laughs> mine was going to get again. delayed till Monday. I still didn't know if I was going to – it was – my console had not shipped yet. This is the morning Dude, of the 12. My console in, hadn't shipped. You preordered in September, right? <laughs> okay. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I so was scheduled con- to get mine first. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So because yeah, so my console was scheduled to ship monday still this is the morning of the 12th it hadn't shipped out yet so then michael calls me the morning of the 12th says it's gonna get here tomorrow and i tell him (laughs) fuck you i hate you
2: (laughs) the entire day i'm looking out my window to see if there's like a drone strike coming at me from fucking austin (laughs) texas (laughs) oh man but here's the thing karma strikes yeah, yeah, karma Story. An strikes. hour
0: after he calls me to gloat about getting his console on Friday, my console ships up, and, and the shipping updates to Friday delivery. And I call him and said, "Ah, oh, we're getting our consoles on the
2: same day. Isn't that so cute?" And we're like, <laughs> "Yay, exciting!" We're like, "Oh, tomorrow we're gonna have PS fives. Oh my god!" And then here's the fucking ridiculous part. Okay, the fuckery that happens on Friday. So I wake up so i ordered I ordered a console and I ordered an extra controller, right, and they're both supposed to get there on friday, and so I'm like watching I'm like looking at my FedEx tracking numbers and all this stuff to like find out, and it's like, all right, it should arrive between like eight thirty a m and like noon mm-hmm. I'm like, all right cool, I'll wake up at eight and I'll be up and ready to sign for the for my my console and I'm sitting around. I get a notification that the controller's been dropped off because I don't need a sign for the controller, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But also, I'm a little confused. I'm like, wait, they shipped that? Separately? They were both being shipped by FedEx, so why would only the controller get here? And then I was like, "Oh, it might might have been from different like different warehouses and stuff, different like shipment facilities. And then I go down. I get the controller. I like have the box. I'm like, oh yes, PS5, PS5, it's coming. This is so exciting. And then like maybe an hour later. I get a notification from FedEx saying, unfortunately, we're sorry. We tro- we, att- we made an attempt to try and deliver your package, but no one was available to sign for it. So, unfortunately, we're going to have to reschedule for tomorrow. Now, here's the thing. I live in an apartment, okay? And New York apartments basically almost every single one you usually have like a call box right so if somebody if somebody's bringing you a package and you need to sign for it they'll like ring your call box you go down you meet the guy you sign for it they hand you the thing and you leave i didn't get a ring no doorbell no knock on the door no phone call no nothing and i'm like what attempt? What are you talking about? Like what? It, I literally did not hear anything. There was name. no attempt, right? <laughs> like outside with a fucking with a with a with a fucking iPod Nano like playing from the speakers. Yeah, yeah. Like no, he probably Come tried a package. <laughs> and so I'm like, what the fuck? That's ridiculous. So immediately I start, I start just like ranting to people. I like text Samuel. I'm like, this is some bullshit. FedEx fucked me over. And they're like, oh, it's only going to be able, the only thing that we can do is it can come tomorrow. Because for some reason, Sony puts like restrictions where you can't go and like pick up your package at like the at the place because i was ready to fucking like take a train out to queens and go pick this thing up in person Sony i was like oh my god ps5 restriction i just what <laughs> i just imaged I, I just like pictured in my mind my ps5 just like in a lonely warehouse like i'm cold <laughs> i'm so cold it's, it's anime <laughs> like <now>. i need <laughs> exactly i'm like it's okay daddy it's okay baby daddy's coming you call <laughs> and, your ps5 um, daddy <laughs> oh it's okay daddy baby's here <laughs> <laughs> oh man but so that happens i text samuel and he's like yeah fuck you that's what you get <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like shut up no sympathy oh, man, <laughs> yeah so then yesterday, I find myself literally sitting down at my doorstep from, like, 830 to noon in the fucking cold. I'm just, like, waiting for the FedEx man. What do you like, Zoomers do all day? Show up. Holy shit. Well, here's what's fucked, right? So, so usually when they make an attempt, in air quotes, if they make an attempt, they leave a slip. Right, And they're like, sorry, we missed you. This is the next time that we're coming. Yeah. I go downstairs to see if there's a slip. No slip. So I'm convinced that this FedEx guy was just like, nah, fuck it. You know, I need a. I need. I'm running behind schedule. I need to make my quota for the day. I'm just not even going to attempt to deliver this guy's PlayStation. (laughs) This whole backstory for this FedEx guy. (laughs) It's crazy. Either either that, or there was like some some guy in the offices at the shipping facility who was like, you know what? He's going to value and appreciate it a lot more if it comes on his birthday than the day before his birthday. These are the two options. (laughs) Those are the only two (laughs) options. Those are the only two (laughs) that I will accept. they're both so hyper specific (laughs) Uh, you know because i sat around specifically waiting for this thing i i I specifically was playing my music very low so i would hear the buzz so i wasn't in the shower i wasn't taking a piss or anything i was there waiting did you bring like a bottle with you to like like a piss bottle and a water (laughs) bottle yes i'm sitting in my apartment on my bed with a piss bottle can't go to the bathroom the door closing it might block out the sound of the buzz from my call box <laughs> not taking any chances
1: oh god but yeah and eventually COVID, it does get
2: no here life. the next day it gets here yesterday and i i spent the whole day because all my plans got canceled because people are dumb about covid regulations and uh so yeah and i i have it now and it's it's beautiful and i have a new tv stand that it sits on and i feel like an adult it's great dude that's on awesome. my 18th hey, but- birthday <laughs>
0: Yeah, before this, Michael, uh, he had. I, when I visited him in New York, he literally had like a, a ch- like a, a clothes chest or whatever, like you know, like so those, it's like a like trunk, big. Yeah, those big like Harry Potter trunks. He had one of those, right. and that's what his TV and his PlayStation sat on. Oh,
1: dude, that's yep. that's rudimentary as hell. I love it.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, it like it it fits the vibe of my place very well in the sense that it's like you know, like I try to go for like a rustic, like you know, indie boy type oh, of oh, type you, of vibe. You don't have lots any of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's the illusion of of struggle. Um, not even the illusion. I'm a fucking artist. <laughs> this is my life. But eventually, I I was like, you know what? I should probably get one of those. So since it's my birthday, I put it on my Amazon wish list. And my 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 grandmommy. Decided to send it to me, and it got here yesterday. So I did construction and Damn. played Miles Morales Spider Man.
1: Dude, your yep. your grandma's like high tech as fuck. She checked your Amazon wish list and sent you something.
2: Well, my mom checked my Amazon wish list, and she sent it to my grandmother, who then did the rest. Well, <laughs> still, I
1: mean, <laughs> I don't, I, yeah. I don't have confidence my grandma could do any of that.
2: <laughs> no, she's 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 a she's a pretty savvy gal, Alice. She she knows what she's doing. <laughs> All right.
0: Um, anyway, yeah. So anyway, we both have PlayStation Fives now. Yes. And then also, I painted my PlayStation Five. He did. Mm-hmm.
2: I saw yeah, some guys. photos so now. Of that. It's,
0: it's it's a blue. blue PlayStation Five.
2: It's blue. I painted it blue. Um, it doesn't
0: look. It looks good. It doesn't look great, <clears> but I still like it better than the gigantic white monstrosity that it was. Yeah,
1: that was part of the. Like, like I feel like that's part of my a little bit part of my dissuasion from this and and i yeah. i keep quoting mkbhd because i i fucking work for him but uh he, he said uh <laughs> he said uh, in one of his videos it, it hits both the floor and the ceiling of design in that it's either gonna look really good in a room or it's gonna look like dog shit in a room.
0: yeah um. like i get yeah to start with like the design of it like physically speaking the engineering is impressive and i'll get into that a little later but like People make jokes like, "Oh, wow! All these journalists—they're—they're st- they're just looking for clicks, talking about how the PS5 big. Oh, breaking news! PS5 big, but like, it's fucking enormous. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> it's absolutely massive. Like, when I first got it, um, I put it next to my TV, um, with the s- with the little stand on the bottom, screwed in with the cool little screw, whatever. Mm-hmm. I put this, I put it next to my TV, and like, my TV is mounted, but it's not mounted. It's the the ps5 is it's so tall it comes up to about the halfway point of my tv even though my tv's mounted because i didn't want to mount it super high um and in order to like get proper clearance for like my soundbar and tv i'd have to mount it so much higher <laughs> than it is natural if i wanted the ps5 to sit on the console vertically because <laughs> sorry hor- yeah vertically because it's just so tall it would command the entire design of my entertainment setup around how tall it is. It, it's ridiculous. It kind of looks yeah.
1: like it emits something. Is that just me? <laughs> like whether it be like yeah. a network or like a like an ooze <laughs> or, or some sort of radio signal. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm receiving some something
0: from it. It's you a, know,
2: it's a psychic energy aura. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Michael's
0: TV is even smaller Radiates. than mine, so like it looks even crazier next to that i'm sure
2: well i see here's the thing though luckily i have this new tv stand right they're this tv like console unit because it has it has like these it has two shelves right that are like separated in the middle and it fits almost perfectly in one of those shelves (laughs) Um, I made sure to do the, the like, I measured it and everything, the whole thing. Yeah. It literally (laughs) takes up the entire shelf pretty much. Uh, There's no way I could fit anything else in there if I wanted to without it looking over cramped and like shoved in there. Um, (laughs) but here's the thing though, with the design, cause the size, the size at the end of the day, I'm like, nah, it's all right. Whatever. If it's big, it's big. I don't really care. But the design itself in terms of like the colors and everything, I Initially was like I don't really like the white that much because I just I'm like I don't know like it's too it's too like uh it's too like bougie looking you know and yeah, I'm like it I feel looks like, like an it's gonna... like
1: an Abu Dhabi building
2: <laughs> yeah yeah it's like and I'm like there's nothing in my apartment that looks expensive like there just isn't so I'm like why, I'm like why why would I want something like that but here's the thing with the new TV stand and everything it actually looks okay it doesn't look out of place <laughs> which I find very surprising. Um, and you got it horizontal but, uh, right I have it yeah I have it laying down on on, on it's side mm. um, yeah, I, yeah. My,
0: mine is also horizontal now and it's in a cubby I have like an Ikea cubby and I can like take the the studs out and make the mm. shelf lower and I took the shelf down like two notches so I just have like, like two more inches of clearance inside there because it's still pretty thick even though I have the discless version Michael has the disc drive version oh okay um, but, yeah, so, but what I found interesting, and, like, what's what amazes me about the engineering of this thing, and, like, this is, so, I had a PS4 Pro before this, it would also sit in a cubby. And when the PS4 Pro was running, the entire area in that cubby was a furnace. Like, yeah. you put your hand anywhere above or around um the PlayStation, it's just hot air in the entire place, it doesn't yeah. handle thermals that well. And that was just, the like, PS5, the, the first of
1: the issues, right? Because it was also loud as shit oh yeah, yeah it was like a, a jet, jet
0: engine. engine yeah the ps4 pros thermals and fans were a little bit better it was still got very hot but the fans were at least fine unless you were playing something like super hardcore like star wars squadrons just instantly <clears throat> fans at full divinity blast. Mm.
1: original sin 2 multiplayer if you have that split screen and you two are in two different worlds the fans are blowing it, it's horrible Oof. yeah
0: yeah so with with the ps5 though and This is, like, very subtle. And, like, the whole thing about why I love the PlayStation 5 is how subtle the improvements are. With PlayStation 5, when it's sitting on its side, there's the top, which is where the fan is that brings in the air. And then the entire back is an exhaust fan, and I believe there's also some exhaust fans on the base of it. So when it's sitting on its side... Fan on the right-hand side when you're facing it, exhaust ports on the bottom, on your left, and then also the entire back. But the way this thing directs air is incredible, where if you put your hand into the cubby around the space where the PlayStation is, and you put it near the top where the intake fan is, it's completely cool air in that area. Whoa. The fans, the exhaust ports are angled ever so slightly so that they direct air to the left and then out the other side of the PlayStation. So all the hot air rushes backwards and out for the oh, front. Oh, the thinner side. And they direct it so well, it doesn't even go to, like, the top of the console that much. And it gives you this big area near the top of the console where there's cool air. So if you have external storage, which you should if you're using PS4 games on this thing because uh, there, you can't expand the internal storage yet... If you're using an external drive, you don't want that thing to heat up, you can just put it near the top where the intake fan is and it's you don't have to worry about it overheating because the air there is all cool. That's
2: incredible. Yeah, that that sounds super. Yeah, impressive. Just as a
0: feat of engineering, that's amazing.
2: Yeah, it's a very well. I mean, here's here's the thing about the the design and sort of like why it's so big. Like, by all means, if they were going for a compact design, they could have. I think like the in terms of like the space that's being utilized, like it's not an efficient use of the space at all. You know, but the only thing is that like they gave it that extra room so that they could do all these like crazy and fancy things with the airflow and the cooling system which i think is really like smart and also like at the end of the day like the whole like playstation 5 big thing is like people are going to get used to it just like they did with like phones once phones started being you know giant you know yeah so it's like I I at the end of the day, it's like it fits perfectly in the cubby and it's aesthetically pleasing, and that's really all that matters to me <laughs> at this point. Yeah, you know? I don't
0: think it looks good next to a television. Like I will stand <laughs> by that. If, no, next to a TV, up, it's
2: going to look silly. Yeah,
0: standing up, it does not look good next to a TV. Um, but on its side in a cubby, I don't give a shit. I still wanted to paint mine because I wanted the color a bit more subtle because I have a black cabinet. So I just wanted something that, like, blend in there a bit better, and it does. Mm -hmm. Um, But overall, I think the design is... When you look at the teardown, the heat sink inside this thing is massive. Like the Xbox Series X teardown, there's just this gigantic vapor chamber that's just inside there and then there's one very fast fan on the top that just sucks air in constantly. This and is, that's this a is very... why
2: it's a giant industrial vape machine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't believe that's that's an Awful thing to happen for a launch, dude. Like, are you kidding me? Just, Immediately, somebody's like, "Mine's smoking." I was just so. gonna
1: say what happens when the, when
2: you're
0: like playing like fucking Halo, whatever, with multiplayer and all. The you player. know what happened? You, you know what happened? That was you know that was a joke, right, Michael?
2: Oh, I know. I'm just saying. Like, that's yeah. an someone, awful yeah, thing someone, to happen. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, someone oh, just blew their.
0: Someone just blew their. They took an actual vape and they blew it to the bottom of the console when it was running a game <laughs> because the giant. Ter- cyclone fan suck the vape out
2: and up <laughs> god damn it's a good thing about the the xbox series x is you don't have to worry about it tipping over because it's just it the fan on top is so strong it's just constantly propel like propelling it into the ground
1: i'm just like <laughs> yeah. i'm just imagining someone like in a car like damn i can't i can't hotbox this car because my fucking series x keeps blowing the air out the top <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so when you look at the the actual like the designs of the the chips and the cooling system, it's also mm. why they're designed the way they are. So like the Xbox is designed to basically everything runs at the at at the highest possible frequency all the time. It's not really boosted, but they're locking the frequency at I think three point six gigahertz for the CPU, and they're keeping it there and they're locking it there. So that's why they just have this giant vapor chamber with a fan that's always blowing, so that you could just. So if you're a developer, it, you just know the console's always going to be running at max. This is the assets we have available to us. The PS5 can run in boost frequencies, um, which means it, it's variable. So for something like Astra's Playroom, it's going to lean more on the GPU than the CPU, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're playing Spider-Man and there's a lot of action going on, the console can go into boost mode and adjust the frequency as needed. So it needs a more dynamic thermal system to handle that which is why it has this gigantic heat sink and the thermal interface is liquid metal which for a console is crazy to, to hear wait when, when like actually what yeah the, yeah the yeah. thermal interface is liquid metal which is very hard to do for a console God. so
1: this is yeah. i
2: mean it's essentially a pc it's a fairly cheap pc it is and it's the size of, like, a your, like, small, compact... Like, one of those, like, Corsair, like, compact pre-built, like, gaming PCs. Yeah. It's practically that size. Yeah.
1: And you have the, yeah. the guarantee of the PlayStation library. If you have PlayStation mm-hmm. Plus, you have, like, all those online... Like, if, if you don't have a PC already and you want to get into next-gen gaming, it sounds like a pretty decent deal, plus the exclusivity of the controller features, which I've heard are very cool. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm sure we're going to get
0: a PS5... I'm sure we're going to get a PS5 slim in 3 yeah, or 4 years. That's what I'm buying. Like.
1: That's what I'll buy.
0: <laughs> Cuz at yeah. some point they will they'll be able to get chips that are the same speed but more thermally efficient. They'll be able to get a heat sink that is also, you know, able to fit into a smaller body. Mm-hmm. But I do think this actual shape. I think they should maintain that if they do size it down cuz again, the way this thing directs hot air, that's a revelation. Yeah. Yeah. Um <clears throat> if, if especially if you're the type of person who does hide your PlayStation away in a media cup cabinet, you want it to be directing air efficiently so that you have a cool yeah. spot to put an accessory or no, something. My personal
1: yeah. my personal opinion is that like it, the PlayStation Slim should essentially just be um, you know, the PlayStation 5 now but twice as long and half as thick. Mm. yeah
0: just wait you mean 30 inches long but two inches no yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah (laughs) it's just a sound bar (laughs) yeah i know that's exactly what i'm talking about yeah
0: (laughs) okay but yeah so that's the that's the design and all the design is in the service of performance and the performance is amazing impressive
2: very impressive it's
0: it's incredible like so michael and i both played Um Spider-Man Miles Morales before this. He's now playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I played um, Astros as well. Yeah, I played Astros for a little bit. It's not really my thing, but like I got the demo. I, pl- I played through um, the, the whole play-
2: thing yesterday. It's pretty it's pretty good. It's a very Nintendo-y game do and you, I like it a lot. Do you
1: have the speedrun ready or is are you is that still in development?
2: I do so I so yeah, so basically the way that it works is after you there's like four levels, right? And the the way that they do it is like you're inside of the PS5. Um, and each level is, like, a thing, so there's, like, the CPU, there's, like, the CPU level, and then there's, like, the GPU level, and then there's, like, memory highway, like, all of these, like, <laughs> you know, crazy, like, worlds. And after you make it through, after you make it through the world, uh, you unlock the speed run like, option Wait, for those. Wait, so- so, I was I straight up joking, is that for real? <laughs> no, yeah, you un- you unlock the option of, of doing speed run mode for, for all of them, so... Is yeah. there a, it's actually um, it's actually really fun. Is there? A it's Temp- a nice little homage. Is there a Tempest 3D audio space? I actually don't think there is. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure that the game works with it, but but I I was talking about like an environment want.
0: in the game. They wouldn't dedicate. Oh, probably. come on, man! Like the,
2: I, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure they they use it for all of them because they're all pretty like expansive like maps. There's like a lot yeah. of space in each map. All right, okay, um, yeah. <laughs> I, it can was talk fun about, though. I, I can talk about it. Tempest.
0: We'll talk about Tempest in a bit. Okay. So, like, overall performance, I think Miles, is, at least I haven't played Demon's Souls yet. I'm going to. I think Miles is the best showcase of what this console can do, because there's two distinct modes. There's Fidelity mode, which plays it locked 30 frames per second, which is what the original Spider-Man ran yeah. at. But with... Basically, all the buttons, all the switches turned on. So, ray tracing's on, more particle effects, better lighting, shadows, stuff like that. So, it's technically... And also, it's rendered, I believe, closer to a native 4K than the original Spider-Man was rendered at. So, the world, when you're swinging around it, it just looks better. And, like, Spider-Man looked pretty good um, running on a PS4 Pro, but it looks miles... (laughs) pun intended miles better on the ps5 um like the bit there's more detail in the (laughs) there's more detail in the buildings when you're swinging by the sun lights everything more efficiently um when you're doing cinematics the reflections are just crazy uh when you're exploring environments like it's so it looks amazing. I, I do have this one yeah.
1: question about like specifically that mode um one of the things i noticed about switching between ray tracing and then the native way of doing lighting in games that heavily use ray tracing is it'll straight up change this like the mood of some scenes like a scene where you could maybe mm-hmm. see someone in a corner of a room with native practices when using ray tracing has him shadowed in like maybe half of uh, like, a, a dark area or something. Did you feel like the mm. mood would maybe change between at all
0: these modes? Like, uh, between
1: Ray tracing and the native?
0: I didn't do A-B testing with cutscenes, because I wanted to play through the whole campaign in fidelity sure. mode. Um, so I've more been testing out f- fidelity versus performance when I beat the game, and I'm trying to get to 100% now. So with... Yeah, so with that... Uh, yeah, so... Overall, though, just, like, the cutscenes do look better, but, like, also just, like, in general, everything's prettier. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know if it's, like, a must-have, because with Spider-Man, you're going around so many places. Like, <clears throat> when I've been 100%ing it, you have to clear out these, uh, there's, like, you know, little chambers, and you have to go in and fight a bunch of bad guys and to clear it out. That was a much better experience in performance mode than in fidelity mode. Yeah. But I think fidelity mode is the way to experience the story so you can mm-hmm. get all those effects because they do they do a lot of great work on the cinematics. It almost and then Yeah. It, yeah. I wish I do wish the PlayStation could like figure out a way to balance it to where it's like and I know it's difficult because you have to like shut the game off temporarily and reload it every time you switch modes. But it would be cool if, like, you could be in performance mode in the overworld and then it could switch into fidelity mode when it wanted to. Mm. Okay. And also, like, that's... And that's, like, really where a gaming PC comes in. Because, like, a gaming PC can run a game in fidelity mode quote-unquote with this level of graphics and this level of ray tracing and also keep 60 frames per second it does kind of i whenever i switch into performance mode now i'm trying to beat the game the city looks about as good a little bit better than it did on the ps4 game but it's running at 60 frames per second so it's just way more pleasing to look at Mm -hmm. but you do notice the loss of ray tracing And I didn't think I would, because, like, when I was going into this, I'm like, I want the next generation of games to be all about options. Give me the option to toggle on and off whatever I want. Let me pick whatever render resolution I want. Let me turn this off and this on. Let me go for 120 frames per second, 1080p. Let's do it. And no, like... I noticed the loss of ray tracing, and I do think it is going to be really cool to see what happens down the line with, like, God of War 2 next year and Horizon Forbidden West next year. Yeah. I'm very curious to see what those games do in fidelity modes, and I do think that performance mode, going for that higher frame rate, I think that's going to be something less people choose um, compared to fidelity, because fidelity does look a lot better. I think you're... Yeah, well, I think the oh, same thing
2: with, uh yeah, I think the same thing the re- reason why i think it's so noticeable in Spider-Man Miles Morales particularly is like it's i mean it's it's the same map as you know Spider-Man PS4 um and but they've they've like purposefully added like designs and like accents into the map that i think favor and are sort of like meant to show off that ray tracing like a, a lot a lot of this a lot of the story takes place like in Harlem right and they've they've put these sort of like Um, lights that, like, span across the the streets that they, like, put up during, like, Christmas season and stuff. And those lights, like, when you're swinging through and you're, like, walking through that environment, it's gorgeous. Like, just the glow that they give off and, like, how it reflects off of the buildings around is super, super impressive. And I think also the fact that you're just, like, in a metropolitan city, there's windows everywhere, there's reflective environments all over the place. And I think the most impressive thing about ray tracing, or at least that, like, really like poked out and like stood out to me first was like i'm like swinging by a building and i start running on the building and i can see the reflection oh. of Miles running on the building alongside, and I'm like, "Oh, that's so beautiful!" I'm getting hyped amazing. Just thinking so, about that. <laughs> yeah, I did want to touch. I did,
0: did want to touch like on that because so in the original game, they did have reflections when you were running on the mm-hmm. buildings, with there was glass, but the reflections of the city were completely fake. So <laughs> if you stuck to the side of a building, you study the reflection, then you pan the camera around you, that was not behind you. Yeah. Like, when I turned performance mode on, and you go to downtown Manhattan sort of close to the Empire State Building, you would see the reflection of the Empire State Building in a building you were swinging towards, but the Empire State Building is actually behind that building in the map. Yeah. But yeah, it's reflected behind you. Yeah, and so it's a very... it's It looks good, but it's not real, but like that's how you usually had to fake reflections in games before. Now, you stick to the side of a building, you study what's in those windows, you pan around you, it's right yeah, there same exactly. and that's like and because the light is scattered and bounces way more naturally it just it just looks way more pleasing yeah. um when you're just in these moments where you don't necessarily need high frame rates, and and speak- mm. everything
1: just looks incredible. And speaking to like kind of more naturally, I mean, it, it it's a hundred percent more accurately. Like you're saying, one of the benefits of ray tracing is you no longer have to do okay, what does this look like backwards and also far away? Okay, it kind of looks like this. You just kind of set up a scene and say, and light source, boom, lighting's yep. done. <laughs> We're done with yeah. lighting. It used to be like you'd have to like you you'd have to set up the sun and then like oh fuck, this corner is still dark, even though it needs to be lit up because naturally light would spill over the side. So we have to set up another fake light source and make it invisible. And all of this development work that had to be put in to make lighting look realistic does not need to happen anymore. What I'm really excited to see is like the games that start out developed at the beginning with ray tracing that don't even need to use that.
0: There's a ray traced version of Minecraft that's been in beta for a while and it's going to be on the Xbox Series X because obviously, you know, it's an Xbox game. It's a Microsoft game. And the, what they had to do with there was when they rebuilt the engine for ray tracing, it was less worrying about light, and they were just like, light beca- light went from being a variable to being a constant, and they pivoted development to programming how every material in Minecraft reacts to light. Yeah. And once they did that, so it, it just pivots where development focuses on. So like in, in Miles... There are a lot of areas in the game where, like, when you're doing story mode, you swing into, like, a warehouse or something to explore and look for clues, and when you're walking around the warehouse and, like, you come up on an old toaster or whatever, you can see yourself reflected. Yeah.
2: I think, yeah, I think one of the most impressive things that I saw, it was, I think somebody, I I was watching, like, a video where they did, like, a breakdown and they compared, like, you know, fidelity mode to performance mode in um miles morales and they took a like a photo mode screen like grab of um uh yankee the the sort of like man in the chair character for the um for the game mm-hmm. he he has like he wears glasses and they took a a um a screen grab from one of the i think it's it's the scene where the um the rally is happening where miles's mom's uh like election rally is happening and you have this sort of, like, setting. It's, like, late in the day. It's winter. And you have all of these, like, light sources and, like, tents set up and everything. And they zoomed in on his glasses. And you can see in the reflection of the character's glasses. Like, you see the, like, the red lights that are hanging above, like, above the street. You see, like, all of these different things. And it's, oh, it's, it was, like, it's just so mind-blowing. Because if you turned around from looking at those glasses, you would see every single one of those light sources it's just it, but that's that's sort of like to what you're saying with minecraft it's like and sort of what you were saying calvin of like how it simplifies um development or, or it changes like what you're focusing on in development like all they had to do was go in and say all right yeah this guy's uh this guy's glasses they're a reflective surface and they reflect light in this way mm-hmm. and then turn ray tracing on and boom you have this crazy realistic and crazy like accurate and, uh, yeah, you know 100% replication accurate. of light exactly yeah
0: yeah there it's there are a few scenes in miles's uh apartment and because it's christmas time there's just little lights everywhere mm-hmm. gorgeous just yeah. <laughs> you. uh they have they dug up miles's dad's old christmas plastic christmas tree and there's a bunch of lights on that and there's a scene where you turn that on just like it yeah. it, it i cannot emphasize how good this looks and like miles morales you spend most of the game in the overworld where, naturally, there's just less detail. And then, throughout the story, you load into these areas where they do turn the details up because there's less of a map to load and they can just have more textures and whatever. Yeah. So, I think a game like God of War 2, which we assume will be similar to the original, it's not. It's going to be a very focused open world where the immediate area around you is relatively smaller yes. than a Miles Morales, where like you have several blocks of Manhattan that need to be loaded at all times. Where God of War, that immediate environment is much smaller. I cannot wait to see what God of War 2 looks like. And it'll be in fidelity It'll be
1: built from the ground up with ray tracing in mind. I think like that's, that's kind of why ray tracing is considered the the next generation of gaming is because one, it it takes so much processing power to produce and it's just, it's, it's going to become more efficient. I think over the, over these next few years, especially but what it does for development and the presentation of games is, com- it completely changes the way you're placed in the scene, like, entirely.
0: I can't talk highly enough about, like, how good Miles looks, and, like, performance mode is also very fun, but I just, I i i might do New Game Plus in performance mode, or at least to try it out a bit, mm-hmm. um, to see what the, how it impacts the cutscenes, but I do think, fidelity is the way that most games should be played but like some games like demon souls i think you know you might appreciate playing that game more in performance mode than fidelity but they do have both there for Was you. demon souls released um, at 60 fps um the original you mean or the new The one? original uh no it was i mean tvs couldn't probably couldn't run that fast <laughs> no, games were playing at 60 fps
1: like in back then i think they were the on the PlayStation Three. Oh yeah, God. oh yeah, like sure yeah, because like, they had like uh, Devil May Cry and stuff that would play at sixty. They FPS. would
2: do it for like mostly like sports games and stuff like that, yeah. and like Call of Duty and and games where like it's where like sixty frames per second like makes a difference. Really,
1: it happened. I know. I know
0: it's hard to believe, but it did happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, yeah. So Demon Souls it runs at locked 60, 4 K. lower textures or. 4K, 30 with higher textures and ray tracing effects. But 4K either um, way, and that's-, that's good yeah and that seems to be the pattern that they're going for this generation like they're not going to get like on pc like if you have like a rt if you have an rtx 2060 or something you can drop resolution pretty low and still get really good frame rates out of a 2060 um and the reason you pay for more expensive graphics cards is so you can run those same frame rates at higher and higher resolutions that's a very good way of putting it yeah yeah, where, like, 100, even though the PS5 and Xbox Series X can do 120 hertz, and I wrote about this, it doesn't seem like 120 is the target, um, mm. because on this hardware, you have to make a lot of sacrifices to get to 120 frames per second, and... Only some games do you benefit there. So like multiplayer modes, um, racing games, like Gran Turismo isn't out yet, but I'm, like I'm sure the next Gran Turismo will look great at 120 because there's just less of a map to load so that they have more resources available. But for most games, you have to turn off so many effects to get to 120 Hertz on this hardware. I don't think we're going to see as much of it this generation. I really think this generation is going to be more focused on maximizing Making these story-based games that sell systems as good as look as good as possible. Oh, oh, wait—the controller. We should talk about the fucking controller. We got to talk
2: about the SSD as well because there's, yeah. there's a oh, yeah, big, so, yeah, we'll there's There's a the... moment that happened that blew my fucking mind in Miles Morales when when it happened. Where I mean, if, what, do we want to do controller first or, or SSD? Let's do
0: let's do SS let's do SSD controller and then 3D audio. Cause Word.
2: Yeah. So so, Miles Morales is, I think, an extremely good showcase. So so, the first first experience I had was actually in Astros because I was I was waiting for for Miles Morales to download. So I was like, I might as well play Astros. Um, and basically, when you're like, you have these levels and these worlds that you're going to right, and you go through like a little like portal to get there. And I shit you not, like you go through this portal. And, like, it does, like, a quick little, like, animation of, like, like almost, like, like, 2001 Space Odyssey type of thing. Maybe, like, for, like, a second. And then, boom, you're in a completely different environment. And, like, with, with like, NPCs loaded and, like, all these, like, different, like, assets and everything. So, that was the first oh, wow. experience. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, you know? But the part that blew my fucking mind was in Miles Morales. So, so in the game, you know, it's sort of similar to, um you know, the other uh Spider-Man uh PS4 game, you know, there's interior environments and then you have like the open world, right? So like some some missions and like uh moments take place like in interiors and whatever, and that's like a separate environment that's being loaded. So there's one um mission where you have to you have to go rescue a cat um that's gone missing <laughs> and it takes you it takes you into this like warehouse and you, like, fight all the bad what guys or whatever, but then when you're done... <laughs> well, it's a bodega cat, and he's, like... Yeah, it's a whole... There's a reason. The cat's name is <laughs> Spider-Man. It's really fun. Oh um, my God. <laughs> but, um... But so, after you've, like, beat all the bad guys and everything, and you've got the cat, like, you, you know, go to leave, and in the old Spider-Man, like, what would happen usually is, like, you would, like, you know, leave, and they'd cut to, like, a little load screen, and then you're back outside, and he, like, swings and lands on a perch or whatever. In this one, it shows you, like, a vent... And it's like, all right, that's the exit vent. And you, like, do the double, like, um, R2 and L2 to, like, bring yourself towards it. And you go through the vent. There's, like, a brief moment of, like, black. And then immediately you're out in the fucking, like, world. And it's... oh my god it blew my fucking mind when it (laughs) happened i was like no way that just happened i went from an interior environment to the open world like fully loaded in a matter of seconds so it was super seamless and amazing one one the
0: the ssd is something that like you're gonna know you you won't notice it unless you've like been plagued by console load times forever oh yeah but like uh the i did some time i did a timer so like when you're on the home screen you You start a game, you get to the start menu in like under 10 seconds, and then as soon as you hit start, it's like five seconds later and you're playing. Mm -hmm. That is incredible, and you never had that before, but it's not really something you're going to notice as much um but it's definitely there and like Spider-Man PS4 there's a lot of scenes where it's like here's a slow motion shot of your current suit in high detail while we wait for this area to load yeah, yeah. oh you want to fast travel sorry but miles it's like you hit fast travel goes black fades back in you're back in the game it's yeah. great yeah i think one super, of the
1: super cool. one of the interesting things that and this is one of the differences between PC and console that actually works uh, in console's favor is that for PC, for a game like uh, Doom Eternal, for instance, uh, I have an SSD install that allows me about six gigabytes per second uh, in terms of transfer speed. Um, and when I load up Doom Eternal, I get a loading bar to start, I get a loading bar to respawn, stuff like that. But it's pretty quick, right? If I was booting off of a hard drive, it would be much slower. But for something like a game that's made exclusively for the PlayStation 5, where they understand every single user is going to have access to a super fast um flash drive. We're not going to be developing this for people who are maybe booting off of like a 500 gig Toshiba, you know, hard drive or something. Mm-hmm. They can have those special moments in game that are part of the integral you know, game mechanics, because they know everyone's going to be able to deal with everyone's going to be able to do this and experience this super fast, you know, loaded experience with uh, something like PC, you're only going to get that if the game is specified for users who have access to that technology. So something like Star Citizen, for instance, where they are expecting every single person who installs this game to install it on a solid state flash drive with at least like six gigabyte per second speeds. Uh, so that's a benefit towards console, which is really cool.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, Sony talked a lot about, like, they have custom controllers on for that they developed for this. And that's why the SSD is so expensive um, and why there's only 600 gigabytes of usable storage on the console. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eventually, they're going to turn the M.2 slot on, and they're going to do that when there's more drives on the market that can meet these speeds that they need. Um, but most drives only have two controllers for the SSD. They have six, and because they have six versus two, the third-party drives need to be a bit faster than the internal drive to account for the performance tick mm-hmm. that will come from that the two controllers on the third-party drive talking to the six controllers on the internal drive. It's not a thing that people actually will care about, but... That's why there's a delay waiting for them to turn the M.2 slot on. But they will turn it on, and when they do, I'm going to buy a 2 terabyte SSD and pop it right in. <laughs>
1: it, it's worth it. I think it's absolutely worth it that they did it this way, yeah. um, that they were and requiring for,
0: that. For now, Like PS5 games, the, you, can, you can do this on the Xbox, you can't on the PS5 on the Xbox. You can take a next-gen game and move it to your external storage to like save space on the internal drive, and then move it back on when you're ready to play. On the PS5, PS5 games can only exist on the PS5 internal drive. Mm. You can move PS4 games on and off the internal drive to get the the speed improvements, but you cannot put the PS5 games on the on an external drive as like temporary storage. Um You have to delete PS5 games if you run out of space and want to download another next-gen game. Do you guys
1: remember that PlayStation uh, commercial where they showed uh, one PlayStation exec handing a PlayStation game to another PlayStation exec to make fun of Xbox because they weren't letting (laughs) uh, you change... Yeah, anyways, they should totally This is how you share games on a PlayStation 4. They should should let you um, save
0: PlayStation 5 games on a hard drive temporarily. That should be a thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's weird that you have to download... It's weird that you have to re-download a game. If, like, you're out of space, you want to download a next-gen game, you have to ex- delete an existing next-gen game or move a PS4 game off the drive. You can't just move a PS5 game onto an external drive. <laughs> and th- that's that's extremely weird. But up. that's just a thing you have to keep in mind with this console. But the good news is there aren't a lot of PS5 games out yet, so it really gives me have this the waiting game of... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so at launch there's this waiting game of waiting for Sony to turn the M.2 drive on before <laughs> all games coming out are PS five games or all games you care about are PS five games. Right. And they have to take up that internal this is, drive. Like, this is
1: the moment where I want to get a get a um uh what do you call it? Like a stamp that says sucker and
0: just put it on Sam's screen. <laughs> 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 so the, the one thing i want to talk about also is before we get to this is this sort of ssd related before we get to the controller um they turned the lan port to full speed on this uh on the ps4 pro uh the lan port was limited to like 300 400 megabits per second down um which is plenty fast yeah for this they turned the lan port to full gigabit speeds i was able to download demon souls which is a 30 gigabyte game in seven minutes <laughs> Yeah. That's impressive. Oh, what? And that's because I have Google Fiber. I have that full gigabit. Most people in America only need 300 or 100 or 200 because that's the speed they're paying for, mm. but if you do have access to gigabit internet, your PS5 will now take full advantage of that hardwire connection. That... And it also has it also has Wi-Fi 6 in it, so in theory it should be able to get similar speeds over Wi-Fi as well if you have a Wi-Fi 6 router. This justifies
1: mm. the digital version in my opinion that that speed
2: yeah
0: yeah it it is less of a pain for me if i have to if i'll have to download if i have to delete a ps5 game in the future it will be less of a pain for me because if i ever want to play that game again it will take 10 minutes to get it back but if you only have 100 megabits per second that's it's you're gonna be waiting you won't be waiting for days to download a game like people in rural america will but you are gonna have to wait maybe an hour to Dude. play a, a game that you deleted
1: Imagine the future of like a kid who's like grandma's like oh i saved up and i bought my sonny uh the brand new playstation 5 they got me a hundred dollar discount uh, it's too bad he doesn't have an internet connection but now he has a game console and she gets him the, <laughs> the disc in <laughs> the digital version he inserted
0: call of duty oh, and they God. had a day one patch and it wouldn't be ready for a week
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can
1: use my my cell phone as a
0: hotspot.
2: <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah wow. that's not
0: good but yeah so that's a nightmare okay so now that now the controller the controller is great and oh, i man. love it oh yeah um astros so yeah so the, the the big demo in astros the first place i went in astros was cooling springs which leads you from a metal from metal floors to sand to ice Mm, all mm -hmm. in the same like game sequence and in a combination of adjusting the haptics and sound effects when it feels different in your hand when you're walking over sand when you're walking over snow when you're walking over ice i was also yeah i kept hearing
2: that yeah it's really impressive
0: yeah uh, astro has a suit that he can put on where it's a spring and you have to pull the the triggers in order to do it and the trigger resistance feels like you're pulling a spring. And again, it's a combination of they add resistance to the triggers, the s- controllers making a sound effect, and there's a little bit of haptic feedback in your hand. Yeah. Um, it's still, it, it feels amazing in Astros, but I, Spider-Man did take advantage of it a little bit. So like when you're swinging in Spider-Man, you have to click R2 to swing. Um, when you're flying through the air um, and like miles isn't near a building or anything, you can hold down on R2 and, and he will automatically th- whip a web out as soon as he's close enough to a building and when he does whip a web out and the web connects you can feel the con- the trigger get just a little bit tighter uh every time the web connects but otherwise it's not really that crazy the haptics on the web swinging also weren't as nice as i wanted to like i wanted to feel a web shooting across my hand every time i shot mm-hmm, yeah. a web out that would have been amazing i don't know if
2: it's either they can't
0: do it or they just didn't program that
2: yeah I think it's probably they didn't think of it, yeah.
0: I'm sure God of War, you know, when that axe flies back into your hands, it's oh. amazing. Oh, it's going
2: to feel yeah. so, so good. The, the <laughs> thing is, yeah.
1: and, and I feel like I'm almost getting deja vu here, uh, PlayStation just just did the whole we're changing the controller thing uh, with the PlayStation 4 when they added that touchpad, which was also yeah. heavily used in launch title game. <laughs> and then later on unfortunately became a, a completely dead feature do you think that's going to be happening to the uh to these triggers
0: i think third party i the the, the resistive triggers and the haptics are good enough that i think a lot of games are gonna take advantage of it well third part i don't i haven't played uh assassin's creed because i refuse to <laughs> uh because ubisoft is a bad company and i hate their games but they're all the same um, like so, okay we won't talk about yeah. it we won't talk about it we I don't want to clown on Michael too hard cuz I do <laughs> want to ask him does Assassin's
2: Creed t- take advantage of the haptics in an interesting way? Um it, not in an interesting way. I'd say they definitely take advantage of it um in the sense of like when you like I just got the the hidden blade in the in the story and so like when you start to use that like there's definitely like a a different like feedback from like when you're just hitting somebody with an axe um mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Um, but I I wouldn't say it's like interesting in the sense of like when the when the hidden blade comes out like you, similar to like what you wanted from Miles Morales like you don't feel the hidden blade like sink out you know it which I feel like could be a would have been a really cool uh feature to implement but is there anything definitely, when you're they like definitely s- use it
0: is there anything when you're like sailing does it shake in a cool way when
2: you're sailing. Yeah, so, like, when when the... Basically, like, in the boats in this, you can, like, choose to have... You can choose to be, like, rowing or, like, put, like, unfurl the sails. And the sails, like, when you do put the sail out, like, you do get that sort of, like rumble of, like, the sails dropping and then, like, a more sort of, like, smooth vibration as opposed to, like, the rowing where you get sort of, like, a rhythmic type of, um, what do you, um, you, what know, do you mean you can
1: shoot. Sorry, I, I know this is a little bit odd. You said you so, can yeah, So, choose. like, Viking
2: longships, yeah, Viking longships were, were crafted in the sense that, like, because they had to be able to traverse, like, you know, fjords and, like, and also, um, like, rivers and, like, small bodies of water as well as, like, oceans to, like, cross over to, like, England. And basically, because of that, you have two different like modes of navigation, where you know you're you're either like entirely like man powered with like you know row like oars, or you can also let down a sail and have that be like God. your main source of that's like of propulsion. Early day
1: convertible. That's dope as hell.
2: <laughs> yeah, the Viking dude. Viking longships. Those like listen. Those things are fucking insane. They're the first ships that were invented that could that could do that. That could both traverse like small bodies of water and large bodies of water. <laughs> and people don't give it enough credit.
1: Imagine like the people, the people who made the uh, the row ships, and then the people who made the sail ships are like having an argument about which is best. And then they look out on the water and they see this dude who has both of them at the same time. And they're like, yeah. "Oh damn, you can pill. do
2: that?
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> oh man!" man so- yeah, so I, I don't know, like, how third parties are going to take advantage of the haptics, but, like, you know, there there's a couple of obvious implementations. So, like, Horizon Forbidden West bow fighting bows, is very... Yeah. It better. Yeah, the, the bow in <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn felt great by, like, the sound, and that was purely sound design, basically, and, like, a little bit of dual shock rumble, oh, Shit, but I
1: turned off that Forbidden speaker. West or, is gonna, I need to
0: turn that back on. Yeah, for... Oh, no, there's yeah, so the Forbidden West is gonna be even crazier than that. Um there's also chat functionality built into the controller. I was able to call Michael while he was playing on the Yeah, I've his been console. I've been
2: using it to talk to my brothers like the past two days. It's really cool actually. Do they
0: both have PlayStation Fives, Michael? They have
2: Playstation Fours, but here's the thing is oh. it still it still works. <laughs> Yeah,
0: got it. That's kind
2: of cool. I, yeah, I don't. The, the
0: DualShock Four doesn't have a microphone though. So no, they have they, they have
2: like yeah, they use like like Apple headphones and stuff.
0: You can also use the they 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 also they updated the PlayStation app and it's great. So like if you wanted to buy a game beforehand, your options were turn on your console and go into the store or log into the Sony website and like find the PlayStation. I like
1: how you store. I like how you called it a store and not malware. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah no actually so now, I have a I have a a, a story about that actually cuz last night so last night I went out um uh with my girlfriend for my birthday um no. and we got back and and we were like let's watch a movie and we we chose a, an obvious uh classic mm-hmm. that uh I I needed to share with her uh Proud Mary um <laughs> oh, It was great song oh man we we had a blast but while we were watching proud mary i was able to like go to my like playstation app on my phone and like download um uh i think i think i downloaded like the handsome jack like borderland collection or whatever um while we were watching and by the time like the movie was over and like i woke up today it was like done downloaded and ready to play so yeah yeah, it's a really really cool feature
0: you can buy games on your phone now, and because they're not like competing with Apple or whatever, Apple will let you buy digital games without the Apple tax. I don't know how they <laughs> did it. But they did competing. it.
1: Apple's they're such bitches.
0: If Apple, <laughs> no, like, if Apple launches a AAA games product, guarantee the PlayStation app like, will lose the ability as, to as buy games. As soon as
1: we develop a PlayStation was... game, you better watch out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure Apple's going to nuke this feature as soon as they're competing with it, but for now, you can buy games on an iPhone without the Apple techs, Um and you can then trigger the download from your phone without turning your console on as long as the console is in rest mode, and that's great, love that. Um, so then 3D audio, I want to touch on 3D audio a little bit, because it is impressive, I've tried it out, but... I don't think you should like go out of your way to use it yet. So 3D audio, uh, we talked about this a little bit when uh, they did that first announcement. Yeah, it but. was the part I was most excited about
1: because it reminded me of, uh, real quick, it reminded me of a uh, the, the, the announcement of the PlayStation 3 where they had a similar chip designated for audio processing. And they were also trying yeah. to like sell that back then too. And I was like, oh man, I can't wait. And it was fucking really cool and also underutilized.
0: Yeah. yeah. So 3D audio is like it's that but like to in the stratosphere. So on the P- PlayStation 5 there's a custom processor that decodes audio and um it can create audio in a 3D environment. It's similar to Dolby Atmos, but the thing with Dolby Atmos is you need special hardware to listen to Dolby Atmos because it's a licensed uh format and you need a special speaker with a Dolby Atmos chip inside that knows how to decode that audio format. In a way that, you know, makes you have a simulated environment. Mm-hmm. So if you want to listen to Dolby Atmos, you need to buy a new soundbar or have a TV that can sort of try to simulate it. Um, the PlayStation 5, though, what Sony's saying they will do, this is down the line, not at launch. Down the line, they're saying the Tempest engine, which is a custom processor, that thing is powerful enough and programmable enough that over time, we'll be able to do 3D audio on any speaker in the world. Um and we just so at launch though it's only on headphones. You don't need to buy Sony's um custom Pulse 3D headphones, but they say it's optimized for it. Yeah. So I bought the Pulse 3D headset just to try it out. And it is cool. Like in Miles um when you're in those like those cinematic parts of the game where you're walking around in a very small space, um, there's a radio playing on the side of the room, and as you slowly pan the camera, you can hear the radio in your right ear, you can hear the radio directly behind you, and then your left ear, and then in front of you. That's really cool. And the combat, it's it doesn't, like, I don't really think it enhances the combat parts of the game as much, but in those moments where you're just standing still or walking around, it, that's when it makes the most impact to me. Um, I ended up returning my Pulse 3D, though, because... I don't really want to wear headphones every time I game just to get this one effect. I do think if you don't – if you, like, let's say you live in an apartment where you have shitty neighbors and you can't have a nice loud soundbar, I think the Pulse 3D would be a very good option for those people who either can't afford a nice soundbar or for whatever reason they can't put it in their space. The Pulse 3D is gonna be miles better than. You keep playing making the that PlayStation same joke. It's not
1: funny the second time, dude. You can only. I did
0: that wasn't a joke. <laughs> y- would you let me say yards? Yes. Kilometers. Yes. It's gonna be kilometers better like than both of those. When you're talking about that game, I want you to use different units. I think if you don't have a soundbar, I think the Pulse 3D is a g- very good option because you want your games to sound as good as possible. However. Keep in mind, at some point, Sony Sony straight up said their next step after headphones is going to be built-in shitty TV speakers. That's they <laughs> are dead. That's the next thing they're going to bring. They're us
1: lying. To. I'm um, sorry. They're lying. I am sorry they are i can not stay quiet anymore. They're lying. They are. It's not going to sound good.
0: It's not. They're <laughs> lying. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Who knows? Now, so what they. D- now, what they did say for that is they might need room mapping, so they might update the PlayStation app to do, like, mm-hmm. a little bit of room mapping, so, like, whether that's uh, with, you know, the your TV makes a sound, you walk around your phone so they can get a, a, a tone map of the room, but they're, they say TV speakers are their next target, and then home theater systems and soundbars are, like, the last step because, you know, soundbars already can do a really wide soundstage, so... But they have a lot of tweeters, so they need to tune it for multiple tweeters. I guess, but do most they're... people
1: just use the speakers on their TV? I guess that makes sense. I do sound
0: currently
2: bar sales... without a soundbar. I do.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, soundbar sales are getting—they're going up, and like usually, like soundbars sell like one for point five with TVs. So like most soundbars are sold with a TV purchase, yeah. mm. so it's usually something that people get when they upgrade because the Best Buy person sells them up on it. But yeah, so. Soundbars and AV systems are the last step for 3D audio, but TV speakers are next. When that will happen, who knows? Because it, requ- it it requires a lot of engineering. Not in your to life. Get... To get simulated <laughs> audio out of two downward firing speakers built into a What's television. What's his name? Phil yep.
1: Spencer? Who was the guy? Mark Cerny. Mark Cerny, listen here. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Cerny, I <I'm> want <laughs> you. This is a call I out. calling you out, Mark Cerny. Listen, I was there for the PlayStation 3 announcement when you guys had that other chip, okay? You guys told me about that chip then. You said it was real cool, okay? It was,
0: and you didn't do anything about it. I'm not crying. <laughs> yeah. mark look cerny. at what you did mark cerny you look asshole. at what you did i would tell someone like michael probably i think michael it would be worth it for him to get a, a, a pulse 3d headset but for me i have a nice soundbar and i don't really like wearing headphones all the time when i game so since i have the option for good sound might as well just use the soundbar it's more comfortable but yeah. if you really want a game to sound really really good the fact that all you need now is a pair of Bluetooth headphones, that's crazy.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely, like, I, I'm I'm sold on the on the headphones. I probably won't get them, because similarly, I just don't like wearing headphones when I'm gaming always. It's just, I don't know, it's not pleasurable. Um, and I also am planning on getting a soundbar uh, soon-ish, so, but it yeah no i was i was surprised to hear cuz cuz samuel told me that he was getting it and i was i was also thinking about possibly just doing it to try and samuel was like this actually really good i was like oh that's surprising cuz usually i mean like you said calvin like usually when when you know these companies these console making companies like announce like some super like cool sound thing it either becomes you know like irrelevant after you know like the first wave of games happens mm-hmm. or it just doesn't deliver at all and so I was very surprised to hear that it actually some somewhat delivers and is like noticeably and a noticeable improvement
1: hey do you guys remember when there was a a second hdmi plug on the xbox one specifically for
2: <laughs> for, um, TV? for tv <laughs> yeah that was pretty
1: that was a really nice hardware feature that they included we're
2: trying to be the only box that you need in in your house <laughs> anyway the, the, X- the xbox is no longer a gaming system it's an entertainment so, system. sorry for interrupting and everyone was that. like fuck you you suck xbox <laughs> 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 boo <laughs> boo so- Stupid.
1: And then they're like, they showed yeah. off like a game, and they're like, yeah, now I'm I'm done with this. And they just turned the game off, and I'm like, this is the fucking Xbox conference. What do you mean you're done with? This?
2: They were Show so me proud Halo. of it too. They were so proud. They were like, this is the next the next level. This is the next stage in entertainment. And everyone was like, you suck.
1: This is terrible. Don't you hate it when you're video gaming and and the bachelor's on, and you want to do that instead?
2: they went you know, through Xbox, like they Snap went through TV. like the american celebrity condition like where <laughs> you know they want me to be the same thing and i can't be myself anymore <laughs> i want to do multiple things i want to do tv too and shut up and dance you freaking idiot <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i think uh i think like what what calvin said like i think the future of 3d audio hinges on sony figuring out how to do it on built-in speakers because yeah. If you're a game designer and you're designing the sound stage of your game, I don't know how much consideration you're putting into headphones. And yeah, it's cool that headphones on the PlayStation Five are are ages ahead of say I didn't say miles uh, are ages ahead <laughs> of wearing headphones with the X of wearing headphones with the Xbox, but. I think most games are built with TV speakers and stereo in mind still because so many people are only using stereo speakers and soundbars are, like, just up and coming. So until Sony can get 3D audio to work on TV speakers, I wouldn't count on investing in 3D audio and like and that's really why I got rid of it cuz like I don't really care if Demon Souls uses 3D audio. I wanted to test it out in Spider-Man. I did. I returned it. I got my 100 bucks back. Yeah. And how we everything we
1: know about development tells us that they aren't by the by the end of it it's not like, "Okay, we have a ton of time and a ton of resources. What else can we implement?" It's usually like, "Okay, we're
0: done and like half of us died on the way." <laughs> like, here's yeah. here's a prediction. If 3D I think 3D audio has like a year and a half to actually get brought to more devices than headphones before developers start to abandon it. Um, I think by God of War 2 is when we're probably going to see Sony potentially bring it to TV speakers because the next, they have three system sellers set for. Um, set for 2021 and they all come out in order of how many systems they're going to sell like ratchet and clank is going to be really cool but i don't know how many games console is going to sell it'll
1: sell to kids maybe
0: i don't know yeah then there's horizon forbidden west which is going to be very cool and i think it's going to sell a lot of consoles god of war 2 is going to sell a shitload of consoles it's it's the new the last of us essentially
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I have I have one I have one prediction well, I guess prediction but but also sort of like hope that I that I do want to say and then I, I, I do have to go uh, rather soon, so this will be my last little take. I think I think the next I think the future of gaming audio lies within what Calvin projected earlier, which is the PS five slong edition. All right, you have you have your PS5 and a sound bar all in once. You sit it on top of your on top in front of your TV, okay. and it's a sound bar built into to the PS5 Schlong Edition. Okay,
1: so the way <laughs> real what I thought you were gonna go, you said Schlong Edition. I immediately I knew what you meant, right? Yeah, I, I didn't need you to say anything else. I knew right that second what you were referring to. <laughs> but what what I imagined it what I imagined it to do is I imagined it to vibrate um, at the same frequency of the Earth where. You were seated, and then that would be kind of used to, to emit sounds that would bounce off the walls, and that's how you get that three D uh, that
2: three D working. Oh man, <laughs> they do a controller attachment that's just a giant like set of stereo speakers. No, no,
1: it's the, the, the <laughs> system itself, my friend. Both the controller and the system vibrating. Oh, the, the whole thing. Yes, no, the entire <laughs> thing.
2: <laughs> oh man,
0: but yeah. I think, I think, yeah. By God of War two, I think if, if the, I think the next. 3D audio update needs to happen before then For sure. be so reasonable. that they can so they can say you can feel the wind howling around you on just your tv speakers look how crazy yeah, so it this can is. be an so advertisement you hear that you yeah. hear the axe
2: coming from behind you <laughs> and i think yeah. that would yeah. be like, like
1: effective too i think people because because mm. when i think right now people are a little bit confused what the difference between the new xbox and the new playstation are frankly it, like mm. rather than games i think the average person probably doesn't really know what the difference is. And if PlayStation is coming out with our games you can, like, feel as well, I think that's going to be super significant. Yeah, because, yeah,
0: like, totally. yeah, right now, God of War 2 on headphones, you can feel the axe sw- swinging around you. That's going to sound great on headphones, but if you can tell someone this console running this game will turn your entire living room into a surround sound setup without any additional hardware, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I I do think... I think God of War 2 is their, is the target that they should aim for to try and get developers to buy into this. That's feature. like because a, it
1: is very cool. That's like a uh, when people normally buy sound bars with their TVs. Now people are like, well, I just bought the PlayStation. It has a 3D audio.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. So, Michael, it's been great having you. Thank you so much for joining thanks, us, Michael.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. I missed I missed you guys. So uh, glad I could come and talk about the PS5 Schlong Edition. <laughs> I'll, I'll come. That'll be when I come back. Is when when they announce the the long edition of the PS five. <laughs> it's, it's, it's thirty inches,
0: thirty inches long, two inches, two inches thick. Yeah. We you heard it here. Heard, you heard do need to here first.
1: Wear a,
2: a lead apron when
1: you're when you're standing near it. Unfortunately, absolutely, but, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> you, you, it
2: is not safe for for close contact at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, don't think there will
0: be an episode next week so we will see you guys next time there's something to talk about (gasps) bye
1: bye bye